0: everyone, I'm Grace Beeson and this is the Because Why Not podcast where I help you to love your life just as it is. I'm a mindset and relationship coach, a 20 plus year wedding planner, a mom of two young boys, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend and a relatable human on a constant journey of spiritual growth and personal development, all with a lot of laughter along for the ride. I'm a self-help junkie, a cookie addict, Bravo TV lover, and a former party girl committed to showing people there is joy to be found exactly where they are. Thanks for joining me. Hello everyone, how are you? Welcome to episode 45 of the Because Why Not podcast. Today I have another awesome uplifting conversation with burnout life coach Stacey Mitchell, who I first had on the podcast on March 9th um, at the very start of this coronavirus journey um, before everyone started staying safe at home and self-quarantining and before there were any mandates and before we could even begin to imagine really what our lives were about to become. So here we are almost eight weeks later and Stacy has some really prescient advice and advice you can use and, um, really, yeah, put to work for you on self-coaching yourself through the burnout you may be feeling at home with your super long list of things to do or at home if you're on your own with not a lot to do, um... And either way, you know, we all can use some tips and tricks and tools, even those of us who are coaches are receiving coaching, and many of us are also receiving therapy. And we talk about sort of the difference between therapy and coaching and and how they are both equally as important or can be. And so I really hope you enjoy this interview with Stacey Mitchell. She's just so... um, fun and uplifting and sweet and gentle. As uh, this episode title suggests, we're talking about being gentle with ourselves and Stacey has such a gentle way and always puts me at ease. So I hope she does for you too. enjoy it. And if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave a review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen and pass this on to a friend who you think might benefit. Take care of yourselves. Be back with
1: you soon. Bye. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Very good. Good. Thanks mm-hmm. for being with me here. Yeah. I'm so happy.
0: Well, Stacy and I are going to do a little half hour of power here talking about being burnt out. Stacey, as I've mentioned, is a burnout coach, life coach. And I just think now is a great time to talk about experiencing burnout in our lives as they are in our kind of new world. You know, I hesitate to call it a new normal because it's not normal, but it's the life we're living. Um, And so I'm so glad you're here today and just want to open up the floor and have you share whatever you want to share about how to move through this time and manage these sorts of feelings of like, I cannot do this for one more day, whether it's with the job you're doing or just the life you're living or being with your kids or I don't know, whatever it is. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm just going to let you take it away cuz you are the expert on how to manage burnout.
1: Thank you Grace. I'm so happy to be here. And Yay. I can hear you like the little birds singing in the background and I'm like hmm,
0: I know. Just- <laughs> I know. It's funny. I was talking to someone earlier this morning and they were like, "You sound like a Disney princess." There are That's like so birds chirping in the background and I you know, I really am this morning. Um, Loving my sunshine on my screen porch and continue to feel um, just grateful for North Carolina and the beautiful weather we have, and our ability to be outdoors. And there are just so many wonderful things about where we live and um, what we're able to experience during this time. So, for those of you in cities or somewhere where You may not have as much outdoor time. I hope you enjoy these little tweet, tweet, tweets in the back, in the background.
1: It's lovely. I just love it. Well, you know, I want to get back to your question. Um, that's why I'm here, right? <laughs> about burnout. Um, so- Welcome back.
0: Yeah, you and I started talking at the, we, we did a podcast, like, before this began, when you were talking about, like, how might we manage our anxiety about the coronavirus? And now, here we are, like, almost eight weeks later, and we've yes. been doing it, living and- in the life. I don't know how well we've been managing our anxiety, but I'm so glad you are back. It's just great to touch down on this again. So yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. And who would have thought eight weeks ago? Who would have thought? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the burnout and the, I cannot do this one more day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I hear that from a lot of people. Um, I hear it from a lot of potential clients. I actually have heard from way more potential clients in the last couple of weeks than I have in a mm. very long time. I think wow. people are really feeling it. Um, and they're feeling it from all these different directions. So like you said, they may be feeling it in their jobs because suddenly like they're doing everything at home. And for some people, they feel this immense pressure and there's more work and you have your kids at home and you're trying to homeschool and there's just so much going on. And then for other people, there's not as much work, but I find that for the people who don't have as much work and who maybe do have the downtime, they're starting to get really anxious about going back to work because they were burned Mm -hmm. out before all this happened and so there's like that two sides of the coin. <clears throat> it's like the fear of it because they were already burned out, or now they are burned out because they're like driving themselves crazy, working from home and trying to do all the things. Um, and I know on the last podcast episode I was on, I went through this, you know, describing my own plan of like, I, I put a notice at my job, I have all these plans, I'm going to do all this. And then everything just came <laughs> crashing down. Yeah. Uh, so I felt that too. And, you know, the plans that I had changed. So I think learning from my own experience Mm -hmm. and, and from coaching my clients, it's really um, being okay with the day. Like I am staying in the moment every single day as best I can. um, And just being there and knowing that like, we don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. And I have to be okay with that. And that takes Mm -hmm. a lot of coaching and self-coaching. But I think too. Like there, and I can't think, of, I should have looked up the quote before I call, but I can't think of um, the exact quote, but it's, when you argue with reality, you always lose something along those lines. And it's Byron Katie. Um, and it comes from her book, Loving What Is, which I think would be a really great thing for people to be reading right now, actually.
0: Mm. I love that suggestion. I love your mention, Katie. For those who may not be familiar with her and her work, literally the work it's called, um, that's a great resource to tap into, even if you just make friends with her Instagram. So yes, thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, I love her. And it really just goes back to accepting reality as it is. And when we try Mm -hmm. to argue with it, and what I mean by this is, Let's say that, you know, you are just overwhelmed with your workload and the thoughts and feelings that are coming from that are like frustration and maybe resentment and anger. And you're thinking like, it shouldn't be this way. Like, this is not what was supposed to happen. It shouldn't be this way. I want things to go back to normal. And when you get stuck in sort of that cycle of those thoughts, it makes you feel so much worse than if you just were in the moment and just allowed it. Like, yeah, I have a lot of work to do, you know, and, and it's okay. And I can manage it. And I actually had to put a post-it note above my own laptop. I can manage this because I was thrust into some, some craziness and crazy scheduling stuff. Um, in the beginning of this, where I was like, how am I going to do this? And I consistently had to tell myself over and over, I can manage this. And it's same with the You know, I think people are starting to feel some Zoom fatigue and when you have other things going on and there's so many things competing for your attention, I don't know about all of you, but I was like, I do not want to be on this Zoom call right now. (laughs) And so I had to put another post-it note, just be here, like just be here on this Zoom call. Don't be thinking about the 500 million things you have to do because it will drive you crazier and burn you out so much faster than if you could just stay in the moment. And I know I'm making it sound so easy and that's why coaches exist. It's not that easy. Um, But it is like coaching yourself and and getting coaching and using your resources. And I even totally admit I signed up for online therapy like four weeks ago or five weeks ago because I just needed some additional like support. And sometimes that's just okay. Like it's totally okay to say you need some support yeah
0: I'm so glad you shared that. I love your ideas, and I just want to echo that that two things one therapy and coaching are incredibly powerful tools that are available to you. They're available to anyone. They don't prohibitive and online coaching and online therapy are available and possible. Um, but also too, they provide different things. So I just want to touch on that for a second that, that, um, you and I receive coaching and therapy, as you just said, you signed up for Mm -hmm. online therapy. Um, I had a wonderful call with my therapist this week about the struggles I was having with, um, micromanaging my kids' schoolwork and what that really had to do with, um, me. And, um, Mm-hmm. You know and and sometimes we're just we're able to talk about things in a different way than we are with coaching where we're we can be goal oriented and, and um yeah, they serve different purposes but but having the coaching tools I find to be incredibly powerful because we can coach ourselves and any one of us can do that. We can receive coaching. We can also learn how to coach ourselves. And what you're speaking about and speaking to is the ability of um, helping yourself through these moments when you're not on a coaching call, receiving powerful coaching. Like how do I help myself in this Mm -hmm. moment, even as a coach? And so telling yourself, You know, you can manage this. Those tools of 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 positive self talk are so big. Mm -hmm. Of supporting yourself, helping yourself, not only move forward in a really conscious and powerful way through something challenging, but how to be in the moment in a very conscious way. And that uh, was one of the things I really. That just resonated with me and came up for me when you said that is that this moment in time is offering us what so many of us have been seeking or were hoping for that was unachievable in our life the way it used to be, which is being present and being mindful Mm -hmm. and and uh, you know to use the words of. Others, You know, I love Tara Brock, the mindfulness uh, meditation teacher. Oh my God. She's a dream. Love her. She's a dream. But to be radically present, we have no other choice. Um, We have to be present on the Zoom calls. We have to be present in our homes, in our lives as they are. We can't be jet setting. We can't be doing 50 air. We can't be going from school to baseball practice out to dinner to, you know, whatever. Um, so it's offering us this opportunity to be present. And yet there's so much happening in our world that um, within these four walls, that it's a great reminder, like, okay, I'm on a Zoom call. I don't want to be on because I want to be doing XYZ or I need to do XYZ, but be here, be here now. That's a great lesson. Be here now. That's the great lesson we are all trying to learn in life. How do we just be here now? And that's what this time is offering us. So I just got a little bit on a tangent, but I just wanted to share that about therapy being vital as well as coaching. And, you know, having these tools that you're offering about self-coaching as you're feeling the anxiety and stress and burnout of the moment are so good. Thank you for the post-it note. Yeah. Because, yeah,
1: it's so silly and simple, but it really like every single time I'd get upset, I'd just look up at my post-it note and I'd be like, "It's gonna be okay." I'm
0: gonna do that. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna do that. That is simple a little reminder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because don't we all? I mean, just you saying you can manage this. I was like, "Oh wow!" When you said that, I thought that's a very simple. M- that is so meaningful that I may just say to myself throughout the day anyway, you know?
1: Yeah, even outside of this time mm-hmm. that we're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, it's this time has been really a time for reflection. And I think it has been for so many people. Um, and I think that's why it makes such a great time, whether you're getting like coaching outside externally or you're doing self-coaching it's such it can be such a powerful time Mm -hmm. Um, and we can learn some tools that we can bring back to maybe our busier lives when they do come back and maybe they're different maybe our lives do look drastically different Um, just because we have changed we've changed ourselves during this time versus you know just the external circumstances absolutely Um, and I love like the, the being present, like I said, um, and I think it does allow for this greater opportunity when you're present to realize that you are actually not all of the thoughts that are coming into your head, but you're the observer of all the thoughts coming into your head. And I don't know how many times a day I basically have to sort of pause and sort of step back and see that like my brain is trying to make me crazy. I mean, it's a lot. Um, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this, or I, I, I'm nervous, or well, there's, you know, there's a million things that come into my head, or I'm not good enough, or they can tell that I don't know what I'm talking about, like, you know, <laughs> all the time. And if I just don't believe the thoughts, and I start to be like, that's not, that's not me, that's not true. Even if I can just stop to be like, is it true? That can be such a powerful tool, and actually, that's one of Byron Katie's questions. I think, is it true? <laughs> Something along those yeah, lines, yeah. We'll talk
0: about that more because that's kind of a new concept for a lot of people. You know, we are in this world and understand this language and are reading it and experiencing it all day, every day. But mm-hmm.
2: be listening
0: to this who's like, What do you mean I'm not my thoughts? How do I? observe my thoughts. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you do that looks like and what that means?
1: Yeah. So there are, I would say there are a few different approaches to doing it. Um, One of the things that I like the most for myself and that I think is really useful for a lot of people is just spending anywhere from five to 10 minutes doing like a little bit of a brain dump about what's going on in your head anything you're thinking about and this is going to feel weird to people who maybe haven't done this before but it's just a stream of consciousness like what is every single thing you're thinking about right now and for most of you it's going to be all over the place I think it's something like we have 60,000 thoughts a day Wow. And so if you, if you take that and you divide it up, like that's a lot of thoughts every minute that you're wow. having. And I don't know about you, but I'll have thoughts about like, oh, I need to make a list for what I'm going to get at the grocery store. And I need to do this. And I forgot about this. And I need to send a birthday card. Oh and yeah. Like, it's all over the
0: place. Um, oh God. A million things within 30 seconds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And if you weave in like these, if you start to pay really close attention you can see that you're weaving in stories about yourself and you're ta- you're usually talking to yourself in a much more negative way than you ever thought that you were. I think the large majority of us do this where it's like oh my god, I'm so stupid. Like how would you tell somebody else that they're really stupid? No, you would never tell somebody else they're really stupid. But how many times a day are you like I'm so stupid I forgot to blah blah blah.
0: <sighs>
1: Most of us don't pay attention to that, but if you're saying that over and over and over to yourself like what is that really telling you I mean how is that making you feel even it doesn't feel good Um, and I think there are so many of those kinds of thoughts like I'm not good enough or I didn't do enough I mean I think that one's really common like I just didn't do enough today you know and yeah I think that a lot like I'm I'm shifting my thoughts around that like I did do enough today And how many times do you not celebrate the things that you accomplished? You just focus on the things that you didn't get to. You don't think like I helped my kid get through their math today and it was hard, but I did it and it was great. You're thinking I didn't help them get through their English, right? Like you're focused on the thing that you didn't do. And it's just so common for people to focus in on that. But when you start writing down all these little thoughts you're having, you can start to pick up the patterns and see this is, these are the stories I'm telling myself over and over. And how do I want to change those? How do I, I could change those thoughts. Like you have the power to go in and say, okay, I really don't want to be telling myself that I'm stupid every day. So what could I say instead? And when you start paying closer attention, even just for the 10 to 15 minutes, you'll start to catch yourself during your day having these tiny little, that was a stupid thing to do. Right. And then you're like, no, Actually, like I didn't know any better at the time. It was, I made the best decision and you know that I had at the time, or I'm a human being and human being makes mistakes. Like all of these little things that you can start to shift can make such a big difference in the way you feel. And I actually think could help a lot of people lessen the amount of stress and overwhelm that they feel because many times I think that it's not really the external circumstances that are causing all that stress, it's just that reactionary all the thoughts in your head that are making it way way worse like I'm never going to catch up there's too much work to do I just need a moment away from my kids (laughs) whatever it is like those thoughts it's not that they're bad thoughts and I don't ever want people to feel bad about it because that's completely you know that's not the point um the point is just to be like huh and to be curious and to go I wonder where that thought came from and do I really want that thought to be a part of my life you know? Oh, that's I so think it, big. I think it's really, really powerful. Yes,
0: that is so big. Shifting the way that we think about things. Number one, identifying what you're thinking about, the brain dump, as you said. What an awesome idea to see actually what are those things. Like once you see them on paper, they look a lot more ridiculous and probably sound a lot more uh, judgmental and even mm-hmm. mean than you ever thought you were talking to yourself um, or, you know, and um, yeah, and shifting the way that you think about things and understanding that it is within your ability and your power to shift the way you think about things. You know, what you said resonated with me so much that at the end of the day, I think, well, we got through this, this, and that for school, but we didn't do this, this, and that. And if only I had sat down and read him quietly for 20 more minutes or, um, gosh, I mean, there are so many things and now there's a train. Um, but, (laughs) but yeah, no, I just, I love that. That is an easy tool. The way you speak to yourself, look at the thoughts you have and shift them from, what you didn't do, what you haven't accomplished, what you could have done better to what the positive side of that is, because you've done so much and you, even if you don't do so much, there's a better way and a a brighter way to acknowledge yourself and support yourself.
1: Yeah. And sometimes like the unproductive days are going to happen. And I would say, especially right now, There are days that I wake up and my brain is just like, it just can't focus really well. And I just give myself some grace and I don't push myself too hard. I do the things that seem a little bit easier and that's okay. I know that everybody's going through that. I think from my perspective, at least in the organization I'm in right now, there's a lot of people that feel a lot of guilt if they don't feel overwhelmed because there's so many people in the organization that are overwhelmed but there's no reason to make yourself feel guilty you know like it's okay everybody's in their own place and some people have very productive days and then they have their not so productive days they have their good days they have their bad days and we're all in it together and it's not an overwhelming contest <laughs> it's not a productivity contest yeah um it's really just like how can we be kind to our to each other and ourselves during this and what can we learn from it
0: well, I'm so glad you said that, and I know that that's such a big piece of what you are doing as a burnout coach now, and probably always, is how to be kind and gentle with yourself, and that's not something yeah. we're taught. We are not taught that. We are taught how to, to work to want more how to compare ourselves to other people, how especially in this country that um, greater success and greater loss of sleep and greater earning um, makes us better people. thought that being kind and gentle to ourselves, giving ourselves time and space, speaking to ourselves in kind, gentle, healthy, positive ways, um accepting when there are days when we're not able to do anything other than get off the couch, especially now, taught how to do that. There is no to do that. and you know, that's yeah. why we exist and we're grateful to be in this I know you and I both are be in this this position of being able to help people through coaching companies. And, and you know, move forward in in a way that. I feel right on that today. That being gentle with yourself and kind with the way you act and speak to yourself.
1: Yeah. And I just want to say, it's really hard to sell something to someone who feels a lot of inner peace and contentment. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's why we were taught if we're being honest, like we're, we're really, we're in this capitalist society. That's like, they want us to buy more and want more and be more and do more like that. That's really good. And I'm not saying that's a terrible, terrible thing. I love, I love money. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, you can't easily sell things to people who already feel really content in their lives without a ton of stuff and with just who they are and they they have that inner peace.
0: Wow. I feel like you stopped
1: okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh my gosh. No. That just flooded over me because Yeah. It just, I just I think so many of us uh can Uh, take something away from that, you know, as a person who spent years and years and years of my life buying and shopping and spending, um, in order to feel whole, um, the way you just said that I was like, wow, because my spending is way down and it's like, I know, I, I know why. Um, but it's easier to think that it's about tightening up the budget than about Feeling whole, and I love how you said that. I mm-hmm. I, I think that's really something for people to um, kind of sit with, you know. And and guys, you know, there's a reason why there are so many Amazon workers working right now. Um, you know, click, 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 everyone. By shopping on Amazon, listen, I'm not exempt from that. Yeah. I am not, but you know, to look at it in a broader way, like. When we are okay, less, and how do we get okay? Right now, we're in a situation where less in terms of traveling, spending, going, eating out, doing. Um, So we're trying to create these kind of microcosms in our homes that that are everything for us. But if we can get okay with ourselves and who we are, we can be okay with less all the time, you know, or more okay with it. Um, yeah, I just, oh gosh, I love that you touched on that because that is a huge, huge,
1: Yeah. And I think truly when people can learn to be okay, no matter what the circumstances, like that's when you've won it life. You know, when you can be happy, whether you're in like, you know, you're living in your car. Yeah, (laughs) Not that anybody wants to, but if you can be happy living in your car and you can be happy being a millionaire, like that's really what it is. Like you want to be happy. You want to be able to be happy with both. You don't want it to be you know, contingent upon what you've done, what you've, what you have. You want it to be about who you are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this time, this time in our lives really is offering us that opportunity to look at who we are. I keep Mm -hmm. hearing people saying over and over again, this is what I'm learning about myself during this time, you know, good or bad. Depends on which podcast you're listening to, how they talk about it. Like, okay, well, I've learned that I'm (laughs) lazy. I've learned that I eat every 12 minutes or like I've learned that I need less. (laughs) I've learned that, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, we're being offered this opportunity and, you know, having some of these powerful tools of, okay, here's how we can calm down in the moment. Here's how we can practice positive self-talk, you know, positive affirmations. I always go back to Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live in the 80s. I mean, if anyone listening to this does not know who Stuart Smalley is, go look on YouTube. And, you know, <laughs> he looks in the mirror and he says, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. And it's so funny, and it's like a 30-year-old SNL mm-hmm. skit, but but that's what this is. It's like speaking to yourself in a kind way, knowing that you are okay, that you can manage what's in front of you. You can. Um, practicing mm-hmm. being present in the moment, but getting familiar with what you're thinking, putting it all down on paper, looking at what your thoughts are, and imagining and practicing ways that you can turn them around and look at them differently. And, um, and yeah. And so, so before we wrap up, I wonder if um, you might just give one piece of advice to someone who's extremely burnt out at home, having a huge long list, like kids at home who they're teaching a full-time job, cooking, cleaning, all the things, right? There's that side of being burnt out, mm-hmm. and then the person who is uh, perhaps alone, perhaps working way less, and burn out on life as it is now with fewer options, with fewer places to go, burn out on quarantine
1: life. Can you see that? Yeah. I'm like, oh, where do I start I with know, one tip? That is I tough. Know, I know. <laughs> one tip for well, the... So I I overwhelmed. And for the
2: Someone just started mowing my lawn. We can't always been all these things, So I'm hoping that you can still hear me. So we'll just do the best we can. No yeah.
1: So I would yeah. say for the overwhelmed really starting to like writing if you don't have it all written down out of your head what you need to do like going ahead and doing that because I think it can be really powerful and do you need to do it all can you delegate it out to someone else in some cases you can't but I think it's important to to double check and see if there's something you can delegate is there are there things that you could get rid of do you really have to clean your kitchen like from top to bottom every day Do you really have to pick up the toys every single day? I mean, just things that you can, you can get rid of. And what I like to do to keep myself from losing it is picking the things for each day that I'm going to focus on how long I think they'll take and making sure I schedule in buffer time around it so that I'm not trying to schedule myself back to back to back to back for things. And this is for work or personal to do list, whatever it is, just trying to schedule it in. So those are sort of my first ones for the people who are feeling more overwhelmed and burned out by everything going on. And right. I would say the burnout from like, you're just so sick of being at home and maybe you don't have enough to do is thinking about like, how do you want to use this time? Like, what is something that you've been putting off forever and how could you start to do that thing either without leaving your house or without breaking the rules, like not putting yourself in any sort of risk, of course, but have you always wanted to learn a language? Have you always wanted to read a book? Have you always, like, think about all of these things. Is there a house project that you could do that, you know, wouldn't be difficult to do? Like, thinking about some things that maybe you haven't thought about. And even if it's, like, what if I just reconnect with some people that I haven't connected with in a really long time? Like, what if that is a good option? So I have started, and this will just give you a little tip and it's not that i don't have plenty to do but i just find a lot of joy from it there's this company called punk post it's p-u-n-k-p-o-s-t and they create these beautiful cards for you it's it's an artist that will create greeting cards for you and send them for you so i have been writing people poems and sending them poems and they're done in this really fantastic artistic way and it's just such a fun way to brighten people's days and i find that that has been the thing that has really like given me so much joy and excitement because i can see like what the artist did they give you like a little preview and they show you what it looks like and then you get to wait for the person to get it and i don't know why but it's just something like fun to look forward to when they get the card It's so small, but it has made such a huge difference. And like, I don't know, it's just something fun to look forward to. Because I know right now it feels like there's not a lot to look forward to. And so that's just one little tip, I think, that could help people. Like, what is something like that that could bring joy to you and to someone else, potentially?
2: Um, I love that tip. And um, that is so sweet. And that's so nice because it's something nice that can do for someone else to make them happy and something fun with you to do, and then they can look forward to getting something email or be surprised by something, and you can look forward to them getting it and them calling you. So I love that tip. That is so great. These are awesome, awesome ideas. Mm-hmm. I love these ideas, and Thanks for coming up with them um, for the moment with the sound of a lawnmower in the background to wrap up our time. Um, <laughs> so hopefully our people here can hear us. This is real life, real time, um, recording the podcast on a porch outside while um, my children are in the other room. So it's real life, y'all. We're just living real life. But Stacy, I so appreciate you being here um, with me. I love having you here. And And we'll do this on a regular basis because you're able to give such wonderful, useful um, tips that people can really use for, for, you know, feeling better during this time. So thanks for being here and enjoy
1: this beautiful North Carolina Sunday. And we'll come back again here today. Sound good? That sounds amazing. Thank you, Grace. So glad to be on today.
2: Okay, oh, Great. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye, everyone. Make it a All great right. day. Bye. Take some time for yourselves. Bye.
1: Bye.